This is an Odyssey original. This is the War in Ukraine Daily. I'm Charles Feldman. I'm Mike Simpson from the KNX Odyssey Studios in Los Angeles. Even with most of the fighting remaining in eastern Ukraine, Russia continues to remind Kyiv it can strike any part of the country. More missile strikes over the last 24 hours aimed at Lviv in western Ukraine as the Russians were reportedly aiming for railroad links. It's key because those rail lines are being used to send western weapons toward the front lines in the Donbass region. At the same time, the European Union says it's planning to ban all of its member nations from importing oil from Russia as efforts continue to hit Moscow with tough sanctions. Now, that's key because even with a lot of talk about weaning itself off of Russian oil and gas, there are still plenty of European countries dependent on Russia for its energy supplies. With us again is Robert English, director of Central European Studies over at USC. He's an expert on domestic and foreign politics of Russia and Eastern Europe. Uh, So, Robert, the EU focusing on Russian oil, but not yet natural gas imports. Will this do the the trick? And what trick is the EU trying to pull off? Yeah, and in fact, gas remains very important. And it's notable that they have not yet set uh, targets for that, except for the long-term target of something like three years, showing how tough it is because of all the infrastructure, the pipelines and distribution and compressors that are dependent. But yes, we the Europeans have stopped by and large coal imports, and they're aiming at stopping oil imports by the end of the year. They split it actually into two components, right? So that um, the um, crude oil they can phase that out in six months, and refined products by the end of the year. So that's another eight months, um, our total eight months. And it's going to be tough to do. These are targets, but some countries, uh, Slovakia, Hungary, among them. Um, don't see yet how they're going to be able to pull it off. They're going to need a lot of help from their neighbors and maybe us. What has happened so far? Can we tell if all these sanctions are working? Who's feeling this in Russia right now? Uh, they're definitely feeling it. And, and it's not just these sanctions, right? Trade, commercial, investment, banking activity. And by the way, today's um, package maybe was more significant in now de-swifting. That's what they call it when they uh, take um, a financial institution off the SWIFT system for you know international transfers. They have de-SWIFTed Sberbank, right? That was the biggest remaining official Russian bank. So that's maybe even a more hurtful blow to Russia's economy than phasing out oil and gas over eight months, right? That'll hit immediately. But um, I like your questions because you're getting at the heart of the matter. As much as this is hurting Russia, it's going to hurt Europe too. And who has more patience? Right. The Russians are being hurt more in absolute terms, but maybe European consumers have less patience being in a free society and not a repressive one. And there's going to be a lot of howling over the high price for transportation, for home heating and everything else that's going to come with getting off of Russian oil and then gas. Well, also, I mean, historically, uh, the Russians are a little bit more used to than Western Europeans being without, aren't they? Yes, exactly what I'm saying. Uh, they have, even if all things were equal politically, which they're not, they, they're just tough people. They've endured privations. They've never had a prolonged period of prosperity. They've never got as spoiled as we are, to put it crudely. And, um, and here they go again. But all things aren't equal, right? They're being bombarded with propaganda that says sacrifice is patriotic. The West is trying to destroy our country. We must unite together. And by the way, what that means, of course, is shifting dependence to Asia, right? Becoming heavily dependent on China 
the big brother of China, and increasingly smaller Asian countries, but also India as their market. And um, is that good for Russia in the long run? I don't think so. Robert English, Director of Central European Studies, USC, expert on domestic and foreign politics of Russia and Eastern Europe. This is an Odyssey original. Find us and others on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Thank you.